This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Friday the 13th, which it's a day. It's yeah. Friday. And they, the days in our months are numbered, and every now and then it's going to be a 13. Well, we, we chose two completely different songs to go for there. <laughs> well, hopefully, nobody in the audience is affected by frigatroskytokophobia. Good thing you didn't ask me to read that. Frigatroskytokophobia. I was practicing it for a while <laughs> earlier today. Well, when I saw that typed out, I'm like, is that a real word? Or Dan just started hitting letters. Frigatroskytokophobia. <laughs> Frigatroskytokophobia. I feel like I should be, you <laughs> Mary know, Poppins. yeah, carrying an umbrella floating down from a rooftop somewhere, maybe cleaning some chimneys. I don't know. You know, when I was in, uh, what Cat- fucking town was that? Oklahoma uh, City. I was going to say Kathmandu. I was very surprised to see that the, and this is how weird and stupid this is, right? Like I was surprised to see that the hotel actually had a 13th floor that was labeled the 13th floor and was in the elevators and everything. I have never seen a place that then when it goes up high, doesn't have a 13th floor. Like that's just like an urban myth. I thought, well, they all have 13 floor. I mean, anything over, you know, anything that says it has, but but actually labeled. Cause if you're like, Oh, I'm in room 1301. That's the first room on the 13th floor. And if I go in the elevator, I'm like, where the fuck is the button for, Level 13, it's like you'd be confused as shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've i been taking notice of it in different places where I see that there are I mean, more than yeah. 13 floors. It's like your rib thing. Mm-hmm. You spent a long time believing men had one less rib than women. I did. Fucking religious indoctrination, <laughs> man. And I, th- I did. I was in my 20s, yeah. my mid-20s before I realized that that was just fucking wrong. And that's where the whole 13th floor thing. And it wasn't, and even then, like I'd been an out atheist. Well, an out non-believer. I didn't necessarily even know what an atheist was, but I had no active belief in a God. And I still believed that men had one fewer rib than women because I thought, well, that's easily checked. Surely, Surely, yeah, surely religious people wouldn't be saying this because it's so easily disproven. Fuck me for for thinking that, right? Yeah, they they believe a lot of shit. But yeah, we got x-rays. I mean, we can. Yeah, you can count that shit. You can can just feel it. Well, on skinny people, maybe not I mean, you could could just, you could kidnap a skinny guy and a skinny woman to start counting their ribs. It might be odd. A skinny guy and a skinny woman? Yeah, skinny woman. (laughs) It might might be odd, but you can do it. Yeah. It was just one of those weird things, but I, so I've been taking note of wherever I go that has more than the, more than that number of flooring or floors, if they have a number 13, yeah, like as the actual floor, or if it goes from like 11, 12, 14, 15, 16, because there are a lot of places that do that. They just pretend that it doesn't exist. See, I've never noticed a, a building that skipped. Oh yeah. 13. 
I believe that uh, when I was in Memphis, I actually took a picture of one that did it of the ho- of the buttons in the elevator because okay. there was no thirteen as you were going. It went from twelve to fourteen. They just cut thirteen out. Well, no, those people are fucking liars. Because if I'm if I'm a firefighter and I got to count flights of stairs, like, hey, it's on the fifteenth floor. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna count fifteen flights. And I'm like, what the fuck? It says sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's it's people are afraid of a number, yeah. which that, that's that's stupid. all kinds of dumb to me. But uh, but seeing that that's you know uh, describes a particular type of ignorance. Uh huh. Yeah. So I posted that out on the Godless Revolution Facebook page was that frigatrisca frigatrisca. <laughs> you said it twenty times already. Frigatriskaidophobia. 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 I don't even think I can say it after hearing you say it multiple times. Frigatriskaidophobia is the fear of Friday the Thirteenth in particular. Friga for Friday for Friga for Friday. Yeah, named after named after that god in the Greek and let me fucking look this up. But I had a I was listening to a podcast with Alan Alda on it the other day, and he said something that I thought was really good. Ignorance is bad, but ignorance with curiosity is good. Ignorance with curiosity is good? Uh, so a curious ignorance. Like, I don't know, but I'm going to search out the answer. Instead of just being ignorant about it, be like, yeah, I'm ignorant about this, Oh yeah, but yeah. I'll spend the time to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, realizing that you have, have ignorance. A, a deficit in your knowledge about yeah. something and going, oh, I should do something to fix that instead of going, God did it. Yeah, that's where like the ignorance <laughs> with curiosity is like, you're, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up because he was talking about his show. He used to do that. I forgot how long he had been doing that science TV show for. And he said he actually had to change the way he approached questions uh-huh. because he thought he knew what he was talking about sometimes. And then said the scientist or the expert would kind of cringe a bit and didn't want to make him look like a fool. So they wouldn't correct him when he was wrong. So he said he had to change his way of interviewing and talking to people about stuff. Be like, no, I got to go into this. Let them tell me about their field instead of me thinking I know about their field and tell them what they do. He said, I was ignorant. I should learn what they do before I start. Well, he said he would read up on them, but sometimes he wasn't correct. Yeah. So he was ignorant on what he thought he knew, but he was curious about all the stuff. So he learned. Uh Yeah. So it's. Frigatroskytokophobia. Fucking read that one. What one? Hippopotomonstrosequipodiasphobia. Hippopotomonstrosequipedaliaphobia. Yeah, that'll take me. I think it's a phobia of giant hippopotamuses. Well, well, so triskytokophobia. Triskytokophobia is the fear of the number 13, right? So frigatriskytokophobia is the fear of Friday the 13th. And the the whole fear of the number 13 is just a superstitious thing. You know, some people equate it to the Last Supper where Judas was apparently the 13th person because there's Jesus and his 12 apostles, Judas being the last one. And he's an asshole. And they're, you know, of course we don't know fucking, first we don't know that the Last Supper actually happened. We don't know when 
uh, hey. Judas Iscariot actually arrived. They're saying, you know, everybody says the 13's unlucky because he was the last one to the dinner. He's the one who betrayed Jesus. All hey, of that. You can't fault a dude for wanting to get some some money. <laughs> Hard times. Got to get that silver. Yeah. Making that money. That dollar dollar <laughs> bill, y'all. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't know any of that. And so it's it's based on fucking nonsense. We have this fear, this nonsense fear of something that didn't really happen anyway, or we can't verify that happened, that people... Yeah, so it's kind of like a bunch of other religious stupid. bullshit claims that make you fearful of something you should not be fearful of to start with. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I today I thought, well, maybe I should open my umbrella in the house before walking outside the front door under uh, under a ladder while having a black cat get scared and cross my path and picking up a penny that's face down and spilling salt somehow and, and breaking, breaking a mirror. mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I guess that's going to be a really terrible day for it's me. Like, fuck, I walked underneath the ladder last night. Ain't shit happened yet. Ah, well, you had to drive all the way here and do this. Yeah, but nothing bad happened on the way. I mean, I could have gotten into a horrible car wreck and lost two legs. Oh, I meant like this is the bad thing. Oh, no, this is a good thing. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. I'm I'm glad you you don't mind coming over here and doing this. Um, yeah, today's Friday the thirteenth. I, as a change to something that we've done historically on the show since we set up our Patreon deal, I want to thank our Patreon supporters right now because they're fucking awesome people. And if you are out there in the listening audience and appreciate the show and appreciate what we're doing. We would appreciate it if you went and became a Patreon supporter, and then we could read your name on the show, just like the fine following people. Vanessa. Rob Otto. Michelle Short. Christy Kalbuck. Numania. Alan Firth. Gaytheist. Larry Wilson. Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the 2SC podcast, to whom we pledge loyalty. Janet Uter. Let Them Eat Coffee. Stephen Andrews. Jeff Peterson. Marius Kotbuchukowski. Utah Outcast. Tim Jacobson. Matt Tuller. Megan Kennedy. Andrew Vodopich. Brandy Hamrick. Jeremy Goodson. Angelica Pearson. Wes Aaron. <laughs> Savid Acuna. Purple Savid. Dragon. Yeah. And Taylor Grin. Yay. Thank you all for your support. It's awesome. We appreciate it so, so much. You, if you would like to become a Patreon supporter, can do so by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as $1 per episode. Then you get all kinds of fun and fancy things, extended episodes, extended outtakes, occasional bonus episodes. You get to talk to us on our Patreon page and comment and do stuff like that there. And then we we listen to our Patreon supporters just a little bit more than, <laughs> than people than people who aren't sending us money. But that's how these things work. But we do appreciate all of our listeners, yes. even those of you who are not Patreon supporters, for going out and rating the show on iTunes and Stitcher, for sending us email, for sending us stories that you would like us to cover, for just sharing our stuff all over the place. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you so, so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. I don't even know what I've done over the last week. Oh, There's fuck. been so, so much going on in the news and personal life and the lives of friends. And, uh, well, so before we close out the opening section here, we, we should also address 
the the huge news in the atheist community that happened this week. I believe it was on Tuesday, American Atheists suspended David Silverman mm-hmm. after a uh, somebody some, some, uh, filed a complaint. Yeah, some allegations came forward. I think it's how they worded it. They re- I can't remember if they said complaint or allegate. I can't remember how they worded it. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a complaint that was filed against David Silverman. So he was placed on paid leave while they investigated, and they made an announcement today that he has since been fired. And shortly thereafter, there was a BuzzFeed story that came out. I'm still processing all of this information, so I don't, I, I don't, I don't have a whole lot more information than what is available publicly uh, through BuzzFeed, through the in- announcements from American Atheists. And I'm still processing that. I'm waiting for a bit more information to come out before we really talk about this in depth. But it would be remiss of us to not talk about it at all. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, considering we just had him on, what, four, five, six episodes ago? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it was that many, was it? It was really recent. Was, I mean, yeah. It was within the last two months, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and and I considered him a, a friend. And yeah, uh, it's rough. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm still processing this. I'm still thinking about it. I... There's more information that I'm sure will be coming out in the next few. All of this happened in like three days' time. Yeah, and yeah. I found out about the firing and the BuzzFeed article like two hours ago. So I'm still processing all of this and still, I don't know. We don't want to assume anything or put anything out there that's incorrect. Yeah, I yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate about what I think may have happened or rumors that I've heard. Uh, I want to wait for a bit more information to come out, which I'm sure it will. And then we can more fully discuss it probably next week. And it would be good. Matt, you have probably noticed, dear listener, is not in the studio with us tonight. Yeah, I didn't just mute his mic. <laughs> yeah. uh, he contacted me at, I think, like 4.30-ish, right around there. And apologized for it being so late in notifying me, but that he was dealing with some family issues and may not be able to make it tonight. And uh he's not here so he did not make it this evening and while he's handling those things so we'll have to you know I'd I'd like to wait for him to be in the in the office <laughs> I was going to say for him to be in the office but in the studio so we can all talk about it uh and yeah and I hope Matt's doing well and the rest of his family's mm-hmm. doing well there's just there's so much going on yeah um uh uh been a, it's been a crazy few weeks. Fuck <laughs> yes. Uh, the other big news, personally, uh, not well. Uh, a friend of mine. Okay, so let me start over here because this. I'm just my mind is just fucking spinning. I've I've been talking to a lot of people, reading a bunch of shit, and super busy with work. It's just there's I'm on overload right now. So tonight's episode will probably be a little bit shorter because. I'm going to get fucking drunk tonight. <laughs> At least you're honest. I'm going to get fucking drunk and I'm going to watch some funny shows on the boob tube and yeah, just veg out tonight because I'm, my mind is at the breaking point. Like I need you a just, little bit of a break. You just go, got to go on YouTube and just watch all the funnier die. Zach Morris is a dick clips. I, when Chris was in the studio with us last week. 
he, you know, Matt does, Matt has been building that list of, of short video clips and stuff. Yeah. And so Chris, (laughs) Chris turned us on to this, somebody's gone and compiled this list of meme videos that Uh are, that are short and funny and just fucking weird. And (laughs) I don't know, we watched, I don't know, more than a half hour of that (laughs) last week when he was in studio. And I was a little nervous because he's like, oh, hey, if you guys want to check out some cool videos. And I'm like, no, no we've been down yeah. that road with you before. Huh? Last time, that's time you showed you what the B&E Pain Olympics last time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're not. And he's like, no, no, this is good. It'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, so we watched a bunch of those. And Matt, I, I know Matt has been watching a bunch of them because he uses the Godless Revolution oh. YouTube account. Okay. And so whenever I, whenever I log in to post one of our episodes out on YouTube, it's like, all of these weird fucking videos that I'm like, why, why is it recommending this stuff and showing me the history? And I'm like, uh, yeah. anime porn again. <laughs> Just a bunch of weird shit. But uh, no, the other, the other uh, big news that is very sad news is for longtime listeners of the show, you may remember the back in the very first like the, season. Probably had the first. 20 episodes. Yeah, it was it was episode number 16. Yeah. Uh we had Reverend Connie Anast on the show with us to talk about T of Utah, which is the yeah. transgender education advocates of Utah. At the time she was serving as executive director and has been a friend of mine since shit, it's been like 25 years that I've known Connie. So we had her on to talk about tea and transgender issues and, and whatnot. Um, I actually, so Connie, Connie married her wife in, you know, in in a legal ceremony back before it was legalized across the U S I can't remember which state it was. I think maybe it was Washington. They had traveled to, to get, to get married. And then when it was legalized here in Utah, she wanted to have a Utah wedding, asked if I would be the efficient. So, we did it at Bar X downtown and yeah. Bar X is owned at least in part by Ty Burrell mm-hmm. from Modern Family and he's known to drop in there every now and then. So we went through, uh, you know, I, I was the efficient for the wedding there at Bar X and it's a nice swanky place. I like the place. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I listened to him talk about how they got the liquor license, which is pretty fucking funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a cool place. And then I, you know, we're doing whatever. And Ty Burrell came in and he became the witness on for for her wedding there that yeah. I had just officiated. It's pretty so badass. I pull out my phone because there's Ty Burrell there. So yeah. I got a picture of Ty Burrell with Connie. And that went national. That, that went viral. It was national <laughs> news that Ty Burrell was a witness for a lesbian couple's yeah. wedding. At a bar that he owns in Salt Lake City. You went viral by accident twice. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was, I thought it was, I'm like, I'm going to show my friends this. Yeah. Ty Burrell is here with Connie at the wedding that I just did. So anyway, Connie and Lindy got married there. I officiated. Ty Burrell was witness. I'm sure you can still find the story if you just type uh, Ty Burrell lesbian wedding, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I mean, that's the basic. Search engine requirements. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that'll bring it up. Uh, but that was all over the place, like E Online and stuff like that. TM, there. Did TMZ pick it up? Yes, I believe. Did they so. pay you for the photo? No, 
Ooh, you got some money coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah, I don't anyway anyway. So the photo out there of, of Connie and Ty is the photo that I took on my phone and I was the efficient, all of that, whatever. Who is not pictured in any of that was Connie's wife, Lindy. And I am very sad to report that Lindy uh, died this week. Uh, she was one of the sweetest, kindest, just overall nicest people that I've known. So is Connie. I mean, they're, they, they don't have a lot, but they're mm-hmm. always looking to see how they can help other people. Uh, you know, Connie does fundraisers and, uh, item donations for various groups around the state and out of state and just helps whoever she can. She's there. They were both just fantastic, wonderful, loving, giving, super Mm -hmm. kind, gracious, nice people. And, uh, Lindy died earlier this week from, uh, lung cancer. So that's been rough. Uh, I know it's been really rough on Connie mm-hmm. and everybody's weird about death, right? Yeah. I've said it before a few, def- a few times that everybody's weird about death. We're just all weird about it in our own unique way. Um, I don't handle it very well. Either, either do I. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I do this thing where I just ignore it for the most part. I, it's, I don't know. I can't even really put it into words, but I just. I kind of put it out of my mind. I, I set up this wall where now that person is just gone. And yeah. of course they are, but I don't, I don't go through a huge grieving process usually. Um, I'm much more, well, they're gone. I'll think about the good times I had with them. And that's that. Like, I don't want to go to a funeral. I don't want to go listen to speeches. I'm not a big crier as far as that goes. It's not something that I immerse myself in. I don't immerse myself in the grief and do I, I put it on a shelf and put a wall around it. And every now and then I'll go and look at the shelf and maybe pull something down and think about it for a little while, but it's not something that I immerse myself in. And I don't, like I said, I don't like doing funerals. Uh, I'll do them on occasion, but even then when I attend, I'm usually just like my usual self. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not super sad. I'm not depressed. I'm not crying. I'm usually the one cracking jokes. Uh, I think sometimes that helps other people. Ultimately, it just helps me avoid well, my feelings about it. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of do. I'll, I'll I'll try to do that. Try to crack a joke or something too. But for me the emotions always get the better of me like i can yeah. only i can only keep that shield up for so long before i just break yeah yeah and i i break about half the time half the time not um i think i but always if break. i <laughs> but if i don't go to the funeral then i'm not going to break right i'm not going to break the funeral for sure because i'm not at the funeral and i might not break at all because i won't be around and immersed in other people's grief i can just set that aside and wish them well and hope that they all have some healing moments during that whole process, but I'm not involved in it. Like I, I set that aside and and leave myself aside from that. One of the things that Connie is doing, uh, after Lindy's passing is that tomorrow there'll be a Irish wake at one of the big gay bars here in town called the sun trap. So I will be attending that and we'll see how that goes. I'm hoping not to cry a whole lot. 
<laughs> it's going to happen. I yeah, I'm sure it will. Um but so that was really hard. Uh I feel terribly for Connie. This is this is hard. It's going to be harder for her as the days progress. I know she's been having some real difficulties with it, but I'll see you tomorrow. I'll give her a hug and hopefully we can yeah. all just get better throughout this well, time. And if nothing else, then I plan to get really drunk tonight and I'll probably be really drunk tomorrow at an Irish <laughs> wake. So <laughs> I'll just bury all of my sorrow in alcohol. That'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, death has always been like one of the hardest emotions to control myself around. Yeah. But it's a thing you know is going to fucking happen. Oh yeah. It's to everybody. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's it's like, fuck, that happened way quick. Like, that person shouldn't have fucking died yet. You know, the thing about life is that nobody gets out alive. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even, like, it was it was weird because, well, the last friend I had that, that got killed, like, I can remember getting a phone call and literally anything he told me after it was like, Sam's dead. I was like, I, I can't hear it. Like, I'm just completely shut out. It's almost like a bomb went off. My ears are just sitting there ringing and I can't hear yeah, you the just, world around me. Everything kind of slows down, and yeah. you feel like you're moving through a fog almost. And, but then it's yeah. you no, know, we we get together at his grave every year. All the guys from the fire department stuff, and kind of like, hey, remember the time Sam did that? Remember the time I had to punch him in the balls because he's doing this? <laughs> Fucking had some good times. I mean, because we lived together for four, three, four years as a, as roommates and stuff. So hmm. we all have crazy stories about him. But the other day when I was transferring over all the utilities of the new house, I was had called Rocky Mountain Power, and I said. Is uh, is Sam Roth still your point of contact? I'm like, nah, that fucker died. <laughs> the guy was like, oh shit, sorry. It's like, nah, dude, it's like he died three years ago. It's, it's fine. I cry about it every now yeah, and then. Thanks but, for bringing up such a painful memory, you fucking <laughs> utility service worker person. <laughs> but just how those things pop back into life sometimes. Yeah. Where it's like, fuck, what if I needed help with my electricity and they try to call Sam? He's dead. <laughs> you ain't getting through to him. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, everybody's weird. We're all yeah. just weird in our own special way. But let's let's talk about some other stuff. Okay. I think tonight's show. Yeah, I'd already mentioned that tonight's show will be shorter, right? Did I do that already? Yeah, it'll be shorter because I'm gonna go get drunk. But and we'll, we're gonna talk to you, dear listeners, for a while yet. So oh yeah, stick around and stuff it's okay it's like yeah yeah then hearing my dad's voice and hearing him just about crying in the background as he's saying because your grandmother yeah he's like she's we got to put her in a home and he's kind of taught saying stuff and when i mentioned dementia i, I kind of heard his voice start shuddering and i'm like fuck, fuck. you kind of take you you kind of hear that that involuntary exhale as you yeah because the emotion trying, is taking the he's trying the not to cry then i yeah. think my dad because when i start crying i can't fucking talk yeah and i think he realized i was crying on the phone and I just couldn't fucking get any words out. And I was trying to say, yep, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, just get us, get us, your, if you need anything, and for you know, let us know. All right, love you, bye. Yeah, I couldn't either. You know, maybe I'll include this in in part of the show at, at the end of the last bit we just did. But when my sister died, I do the same thing, right? Like, I don't, I, I put it on a shelf. I don't really think about it a whole yeah. lot. She had a bunch of issues and now she doesn't and she's not going to be contributing to anybody else's problems anymore. Fine, good, great. And I went to the funeral because it's my sister. Mm -hmm. So kind of have to. My parents are going to be there. My grandparents, my cousins, 
You don't want to be the asshole in the family. Yeah. I'm, uh, where's where's my family all calls me Shay. It's my middle name. Yeah. My father and I have the same first name. So my whole family calls me Shay. So, you know, then it would be, well, where's Shay? Why isn't Shay here tonight? Well, because he's an asshole, obviously. Yeah. You know how those atheists are. They don't have any fucking feelings. They don't care about people. Fuck it. They don't, they don't give a shit. So no, I, I go. And I was doing fine. Everything was great and going well until my dear sweet grandmother, who listeners have heard on the show, I think, a couple times because <laughs> she or called, maybe just once just because she one called the one time. You answered yeah. it and we let it go. <laughs> uh, but she called or we're at the funeral. Like we're at the funeral. We're not even at the funeral. We we have left the LDS ward house where the funeral thing was taking place. And we're in the cemetery. We're at the cemetery. The coffin has been wheeled from the hearse over onto the grave. The bishop or whoever the fuck it was said a few words. And then my grandmother turns to me and says, would you like to say something? I would like you to say something. And I was like, what are you going to do? She put me on the fucking spot at a goddamn funeral, man. Like, well, <laughs> so I, dead. I started trying to say some things. And that's when I had to actually face the stark reality of my sister being dead and gone. And now I have to address this in front of a group of people. And I hadn't done any personal management of my own emotions and thoughts. You have to go through all the the, the grief. So it it all hit me right then when I was supposed to talk. And I started saying some things and I had a really fucking hard time getting my words out because I just physically couldn't get them out because mm-hmm. I was choking up and starting to cry and just, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way I, I mean, and for me the other day, it wasn't the fact that my, my grandmother's not dead. She's yeah. still alive. She's yeah. just having to live in a new place. But the thought in my head, I'm like, well, fuck if she is losing her memory, she's starting to suffer from dementia. Mm. She might not even know who the fuck I am. If next time I go home, Mm-hmm. Like I could walk in there and be a complete stranger to her. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. <sighs> that is fucking rough, man. When my, when my grandfather was dying, my, my sweet little LDS grandmother, yeah. we were just talking about her husband, uh, when he died, he died of lung cancer. And <clears throat> when, when he was dying, like it was close to the end and there were all of these, uh, entreaties to me that I should come and see him before he dies or before he's, you know, just basically dead. Yeah. And, you know, still alive, but can't respond, can't recognize anybody, just basically. Which sometimes is even sadder. It's like, I want to remember. pain pills. You know? I like to remember the person the way they were. Right. Best yeah, in you, life versus. Yeah. You don't want your last memories of the person to be at their weakest state when yeah. they're most vulnerable and doing really poorly, whatever, you know, and that's really selfish of me that I hadn't gone because. Well, she was saying that he wanted to see me and everything. My grandmother's an ace at fucking guilting people into shit, so I don't know. How, I don't know how much of that was accurate or not. But so, how many cars have you bought her? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so I go and visit, and when I arrive, you know, she says, "Oh, well, he's." And this was this was like the week before he was uh, put on palliative care, and. You know, with like with a nurse there full time. Mm-hmm. And so she says, well, he's, you know, he's knocked out pretty much on pain pills. 
He's not recognizing many people. Uh, he can't speak very much, whatever, you know. So if you want to just go in and sit, say hello uh, and goodbye, basically, uh, you know, you can go in and do that. So I went into the bedroom and he's laying in bed and he's laying on his side. And I just sat on the edge of the bed and, and said, hey, grandpa. And he, you know, rolled over and recognized me and started talking. <clears throat> and we had this little conversation and it, it went really well. Fuck. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it went really well. You know, we had this little conversation and I, I tried to remain a bit aloof and just goofy yeah. and funny, whatever. So, you know, tell him I was glad to see him and wished him well, whatever. And left the bedroom and <clears throat> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I leave the bedroom and go out and start talking to my grandma and she's like, Oh, well, you know, at least you got to say, you know, you at least, because she wasn't in there. So she had no idea that we had this conversation yeah. or whatever. She's like, well, you were in there a little while. Are you doing okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, we were just talking for a little bit. And she's like, you were talking to him? And I said, well, yeah, you, you know, he, he rolled over when I sat down and he woke up and we talked for a little bit. And she's like, he hasn't said anything to anybody for a while. And he recognized you. And I'm like, yeah, we talked about stuff <laughs> and and i you know he said he the was weather, happy to see baseball. me that i was that he was glad i came over yeah we talked about golf for a little bit um and she was just surprised and in awe that he recognized me and and we had this conversation or whatever i don't remember where this was going but <laughs> i just i don't i don't deal with like i don't deal with you're, those emotions <laughs> you're, you're putting that wall back up <laughs> that's right the wall's going wall the the gate is slamming shut right now so there we go. All right. Let's move on to more depressing things. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll move on to the happier things. Let's, okay, maybe. let's find a happy story. Some stuff. Maybe we make some jokes or something. Let's watch a, kit, a kitten video. <laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Hector Garcia, author of Alpha God, and you are listening to Godless Revolution. So I think that uh, the, the fact that uh, God is not needed. We have, an, we have a natural explanation for the universe, for everything that we know, and no place that we have to put, put God into the picture. Uh, so there's absolutely no reason to even introduce the concept of God. It's a meaningless concept. No, it has not only no evidence, there's no basis for it. And the universe looks just like it should look if there is no God. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Right before we came down to record the episode tonight, uh, President Dipshit... Yeah, the orange buffoon. ...got on television to let us all know that we're, we're now uh, bombing Syria... We're on stage one of the war. Targeted military strikes in Syria again after he telegraphed it. But he did. But he said he. But he said he didn't telegraph it. (laughs) I didn't tell him exactly when it was going to happen. He didn't give him a date or time. I wanted to wait until the Comey investigation. Not. I'm sorry, not Comey. Uh, What's the guy that I want to fire, but I didn't fire? Uh, Uh, Rupert. No. Miller. Miller time. No, it's Miller time. Miller. Miller. That's the guy. That's the guy. Lying. Fake news. Bad guy. He's he's one bad hombre. I tell you that right now. Okay. (laughs) 
No, he waited until no. things started to heat up on that. I mean, his his personal attorney had his office raided and a bunch of records yeah. seized and everything. And he started getting really pissed off. And Apparently, I think, I think he blamed Obama and Hillary for that. Probably. Oh, oh the, the Michael Cohen's office got raided? Yeah. He blamed Obama and Hillary? Well, he I think Hillary got blamed in a way of, why are they focusing on him? They shouldn't be talking about him. We should still be talking about Hillary and her emails. But her emails. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, I think he said the narrative sometimes like, oh, these Obama leftover type people, you know, they don't support me. But it's like, dude, you put these people in these positions. Uh-huh. These people that authorized these raids were people you gave jobs to. Mm-hmm. He know I know other best people though you know the uh, the ones well, who pay for the prostitute I mean uh, the hush money I mean the hush money for the pro- no that's not good either the ones who take care of problems I have some yeah. great problem solvers I love Planned Parenthood for that <laughs> so apparently he has been fighting with General Mattis about this all day the Trump wanted to bomb them and Mattis so, yeah was General no. Mattis being a war tacticianer tells him, no, this is a bad idea. Terrible, terrible, no good thing. Like, look at the other things this could potentially lead to. Look at our relationships we got going on with some of these other countries right now. Right now is not the time to be fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, I chatted with Taylor Grin earlier from GrinandParent.com and who's Ooh. provided some great political analysis what, for what us. What website was that? And- GrinandBarrent.com. Oh. I think they're retooling, trying to figure out what yeah. they want to do going forward. But uh, so Taylor's a Taylor's not probably his. He's the most brilliant, politically savvy person that I personally know, and that like he he be, he beats a bunch of the fucking talking heads that I see on the news all the time. I I don't know why he hasn't pursued a uh uh job in journalism. As far as politics and stuff like, yeah, maybe, maybe he will because that's he's fucking. He writes brilliantly. His political ana- analysis is great. He really digs into stories, gets all of his facts straight. Really fucking in tune and awesome. Keeps up on on all kinds of shit. And we were chatting a bit earlier, just before recording on Facebook Messenger, and he sent me a link to a tweet from uh, Hallie Jackson, and the tweet was something like. You know, the all of the people who are with the vice president were just told that we have to return to the hotel, whatever. Nobody knew what was going on. So Trump starts bombing another country, and a half an hour before he goes live about doing it on television, Pence is told. Yeah. Pence finds out while he's out doing something else. The Donald Trump has decided we're going to start bombing Syria. Yeah, I'm like. When Pence was rushing back to the hotel, they were probably fueling the aircrafts and loading the missiles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, just the it just fucking blows my mind that we have somebody in the office who just on a whim because he's throwing a tantrum because he doesn't like what the news is saying about him can decide to just bomb another country. Yeah. We're we're going to I'm really I'm really really mad. Nobody's rubbing my tummy right now. I don't have a cheeseburger. I need to bomb somebody. Okay, that's what's going to happen. 
Well, it's it's even scarier that he has the sole discretion to launch a fucking nuclear weapon. No, he doesn't have sole discretion necessarily. He can he can give the order, but there's a long list of people. There's a who long will. list of people who can halt it, but will they? Hopefully, I think <laughs> I think most people recognize that he's a dangerous maniac. Well, once it makes it to that bunker, yeah, I think they're pretty well trained to break open the card and say, "All right, we this, do what the president is, says." But this is yeah. our job. We are told right now by them. Shut up, Ryan! You're not making me feel better. <laughs> Turn the keys and push the button. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're we're apparently bombing Syria now as well. And this is something the vice president wasn't even aware was going to fucking happen. And General Mattis advised against. And the president said, no, I have the best. I have all the best people. I know the best things. I'm the smartest one. I'm the only one that matters. And we're going to bomb them. Okay, that's that's all there is to it. He doesn't. He's he's killing people as political theater to drag our attention yeah. away from the ongoing investigations against him. He's fucking murdering people to draw attention away from the shit that he's doing. And, that's fucking oh yeah. terrifying. And that's the the big question I have is what are these strategic strikes? Are we hitting government buildings? Are we just hitting airfields again and just randomly bombing in the middle of nowhere? And we know that we can't, we know that we can't trust a fucking word that he says about it. Right. So he can come on television, make whatever announcement. The the one thing that we know is probably true is that we are indeed bombing Syria. We are. But as far as the motivations for it and what we're actually bombing and who's doing it with us, all of that could be totally fabricated, fake news, big lies. I'm telling you right now, he's a monster. Yeah. And he's been talking shit to Russia lately. Mm-hmm. And Russia likes Syria. Uh-huh. Russia keeps their military Russia in Syria. Russia is backing Syria. That's Russia, yeah. yeah. They we're, have military bases in Syria. Yeah, we're we're basically fighting a proxy war with Russia through Syria. Yeah. Well, how long is it going to be a proxy war for? Oh, God. There's, I mean, Putin is not a guy that will just lay down and take it. No. Yeah, and he doesn't give a fuck either. He's a he's a yeah. total narcissist also. We got two narcissists leading two of the most powerful countries on the face of the planet and they don't like each other now maybe. I don't know. It Trump well, isn't isn't I don't know singing Putin's praises lately, but I don't know. The whole thing is just fucking terrifying. I mean, has the Cold War ever really ended? We just started talking it warmed up. It wasn't yeah. really a cold war anymore. I mean, tensions eased. We had some but there's always normalized been... diplo- diplomatic yeah. relations with them. But then Putin decided that he wanted to be a dictator and he's got the infrastructure and money behind him to do all of that. I think yeah. that's what Trump is really pissed off and jealous and admires Putin for is that he... He can just create the news. He tells the news agencies what to report, and they do it. Trump can't do that, and I think that's why he gets so frustrated and pissed off and calls it fake news, because it's not what he wants them to report. So to him, it's fake. Well, and then he thought he was going to get the exclusive meeting with uh, uh, Kim Mm Jong-un, and he went to China. He didn't get it. Yeah. He probably wanted to ask him, like, hey. How the fuck do you get a hole in one on all 18 holes? Like, I've been playing for a <laughs> so while. So I hear you're a really good golfer. 
<laughs> Maybe we should go hit the links sometime. Uh, dude, I guarantee it. He would go golfing in North Korea. <laughs> I would not doubt it. He would, he would have Air Force One load Kim, on golf cart one and go fucking golfing. Kim is the best golfer I've ever seen. <laughs> Truly amazing. I saw this man hit. What, what was it? Come on, Kim. Don't be shy. 12, 12 holes in one today? Just amazing. Yeah. We only played nine holes. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> then he showed me the photographs. There is a man on the sun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a thing that's happening and is terrifying and bad. I also wanted to... so. Before I got distracted with all the death talk and yeah. other news shit that was happening, I started talking about Friday the 13th and forgot that I had pulled up this article talking about Friday the 13th and why it's superstitious bullshit. Uh, this comes to us from The Independent out of the United Kingdom. It says, today is Friday the 13th. We all know what that. We all know that means bad luck. The superstition surrounding the date is thought to originate with the Last Supper attended by 13 people, Jesus Christ and his 12 disciples, on Maundy Thursday. Huh? <laughs> Maundy Thursday. I said that like a Utah. The night before his crucifixion by Roman soldiers on Good Friday. The number third, so Maundy Thursday is the night of the Last Supper. It's a Well, it's was a it thing. Monday or Thursday? <laughs> Maundy. Well, yeah, I, I understand. I understand they had a different spelling of it back then. But. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so the number thirteen is therefore associated with Judas Iscariot, Christ's betrayer, and is regarded as imperfect compared with twelve, which represents the number of months in a year. Hmm. And is the original dozen, not the baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I I prefer the baker's dozen. <laughs> the union of day. And date has also been traced back to King Philip the Fourth of France arresting hundreds of Knights Templar on Friday the thirteenth, October thirteen o seven. The Catholic Crusaders were apprehended under pressure from Pope Clement V over allegations made by an excommunicated former member that new recruits to the order were being forced to spit on the cross, deny Christ, and engage in homosexual acts during initiation ceremonies. Hmm, sounds like a good time. Sounds like nothing has changed at the Catholic Church in <laughs> in several hundred years. Maybe the spitting. <laughs> the claims, seemingly entirely without foundation, were a convenient pretext for Philip to persecute the wealthy order and waive debts he owed them following war with England. Hmm. That sounds like someone else we know. Who else gets you to do something for him and then doesn't? Just waves pay? the debts away. I'm not going to pay that. That's unfair. You're a bad man. I don't like you, and I'm not going to pay you. Okay. Charged with moral and financial corruption and worshipping false idols, often following confessions obtained under torture, many of the knights were later burnt at the stake in Paris. The Order's Grand Master, Jacques de Molay, faced the flames in front of Notre Dame Cathedral and is said to have cried out a curse on those who had so gravely wronged them. Quote, God knows who is wrong and has sinned. Soon a calamity will occur to those who have condemned us to death. We should have gotten a sizzling bacon noise going in the background when you read that. <laughs> the events initiated by the Holy Warrior's arrest, according to tradition, ensured every subsequent Friday the 13th meant bad luck to one and all, Demolay's hex ringing out through the ages. There will be two Friday the 13th in 2018, today and another in July. An irrational fear of the day is known as 
Now this has a different one. Yeah, that's different. Periscovitacatriophobia. In that's, Spanish, that's, yeah, that's. Yeah. That's not the one that I saw earlier. Nope. That, that's in one of them, them, them their foreign languages. <laughs> uh, in Spanish-speaking countries and in Greece, it's Tuesday the 13th that frightens people. Huh. Because they just are going to be different. Well, maybe it actually happened on a Tuesday. And in Italy, it's Friday the 17th. Oh, they're just a little late. Famous indicators of bad luck include a black cat crossing your path, breaking a mirror, walking under a ladder, opening an umbrella indoors, and saying the name of Shakespeare's Scottish play. Yeah, you don't do that. Macbeth. You don't say it. We're not in a theater, so it's okay. Yeah, I even did Macbeth. Yeah? I, I don't know how we got around not saying it. You did Macbeth? Well, I, I didn't do him in the butt, <laughs> but I did the play. What did? What do you mean you did the play? I was in it. I yeah. used to do theater. Like a one-man show? No, no. Like what, I was part which, of the performance of Macbeth. Which character did you play? I actually, that was like one of the first ones I ever did, and I played all the lords. All the lords? So there's a whole bunch of scene where it just says lords. Uh-huh. And it's usually two different lords that are a little- Are they leaping? Not yet. They're not a leaping. No, they weren't, uh, they weren't being put to the fire. <laughs> uh, no, because it's, you know, there's like- Were there ladies dancing? Oh, I wish. Drummers drumming? I wore a kilt. <laughs> so you played all the lords. Yeah. They're, they do like the in-between thing. It's kind of like in A Minute Summer's Dream where you got uh, the crew that does more of the comedy pits. Where uh. It's like the foreshadowing parts. Oh, yeah. Where those two characters, like there's just two of them that would come out and have a conversation between each other that foreshadows something that's So were you happen. just talking to yourself like in our episode? Well, no. <laughs> well... I said two of us would come out, so we would. Sp I didn't play all of them, so we would split it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> two of us would come out and read the lines. Oh, okay. Lord one and Lord two. Uh, now I'm thinking. You. Now I'm got like South Park on my mind. See, and we can't talk about that episode a whole lot either, because because Matt's not here. I wanted to talk more <laughs> about that because just the way that played out was perfect. I cannot. I still can't believe how well you played into that at the end of recording that that episode. Then I'm like, motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I did come late. We're Dan and Matt sitting there fucking scheming something. Oh, I think I think I found out that day or the day before. I'd have to double check. But yeah. I thought, I thought it was, and then, yeah, you just played into it really well, well. I was at the gym, and my mom sends me a message on Facebook saying, hey, the, like, What's wrong with this ep week's episode? And I'm like, it probably had already pre-downloaded. I'm looking like 13 minutes. Like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm like, maybe did Dan accidentally just put out the whole Ryan making an ass out of himself clip? <laughs> My mom said, like, they're talking about me. I'm like, what's what's going on here? And then I didn't listen to it till later on. That's when I said, I'm like, ah, I see what you did there, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll save. <laughs> I, have, I have more to say about that, but we'll save okay. it for- Next week, when hopefully Matt's back with us in studio. Um, but yeah, that was fun. But yeah, Friday the 13th, it's all bullshit. It is terribly, terribly dumb. Don't, you can, you, you, their superstitions are dumb. But I've never met anybody that has taken Friday the 13th, like, literally, like, don't, it's bad. Like, I've heard people doing the whole, like, whoa, whoa, don't open the umbrella. Whoa, 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 don't walk underneath that ladder. Oh, he's built the salt. Watch out, buddy. Like, people that believe in all that superstitious stuff. But I've never met anybody yet that's really like, dude, I can't, it's Friday the 13th. I ain't fucking going outside. Oh, no, I ain't going to work. Something bad is going to happen. <laughs> you, know, you know, it'd be fun to fuck with people like that. Like, 
well, it's Friday the 13th. I can't leave the house. Well, how do you know that it's not that like the whole deal about it is that it's going to be bad no matter what. Right. So if you choose to stay home, well, what if your house burns down yeah. with you in it? Then what? Like you're, it's just, you're it's not safe anywhere. Nowhere. I can, no matter where you put yourself, I can think of something fucked up that'll happen. <laughs> it's because you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> 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 we spent a lot of time thinking about fucked up shit. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more segment in a minute. I'm Bryce Barkenagel. Have you ever wondered if Joseph Smith was drugging the early Mormons? Turns out it might be possible when you have a fantastic congregation that is witnessing angels floating around in the rafters and think that the temple is on fire and they're running out in the snow and writhing around on the ground naked. Yeah, as it turns out, drugs might be the best explanation. Be sure to check out my Sunstone Symposium presentation on the Joseph Smith Entheogen Theory by punching that into any YouTube browser. And thank you so much for checking that out, and be sure to check out the Naked Mormonism podcast. This is the Godless Revolution. Oh, I love God. He's so deliciously evil. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. So you just, you ask, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, off air if, so I have the hiccups. Yeah. You asked if you should hide somewhere and then frighten me. Yeah. And I said, no, you shouldn't. I get angry when people startle me. Fucking damn. <laughs> Thursday, yesterday, when I'm in the fucking office. Did you have the hiccups? He has discovered my little hideaway cubicle that I have, Ooh. that I've reserved. Probably because he just fucking wanders around <laughs> talking to me. Hey, how you doing today? That's great weather we're having, huh? Oh boy, what? Are you working hard or hardly working? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> now, so he discovered where I've been sitting and I was there doing my work and I've got my headphones in listening to podcasts. And so I don't immediately notice that he's there, which is creepy. And I turned around and he's there and it startled me. And so I kind of jumped a little bit and rolled my eyes and pulled my headphones out. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. I just thought I'd come over and say hi. And I'm like, well, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he kind of stopped for a second. He's like, uh, yeah, so how are you? And I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, and I try to be like nice but yeah, curt you, like you could just say well i'm feeling pretty punchy right now like like just let him know you know try try to give him enough social cues to leave me the fuck alone like i'm busy i'm still like the whole time like, he's there i hardly look at him at all i'm looking at my screen i'm typing shit i'm replying to emails i'm doing whatever and you know just like half answering his questions when he'd ask me something until he just fucks off and leaves me alone. And it's like, I don't like, I'm going to have to have a talk with him that just like, dude, I come here to work. Yeah. I'm not here to be your friend. We, we can be friendly, but yeah. I'm not your friend. Yeah. Right. We're, we're coworkers. We're not friends. That's not ever going to happen. <laughs> it's not. So let me just, you know, before you build up your dreams any higher, let me shit hammer them down to the ground like, again. I have a special name just for you. God. So he so he does all that and he he's fucking stood there for like 20 fucking minutes until he's like, "Well, I guess I better go. I I got to go see a man about a horse." 
Yeah, I tell you, my eye teeth are floating. I'm like, I don't fucking That's... need to know any of that, dude. I would have loved if he would have responded to him going, oh, um, who do we work for? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what time of year is it? Oh, yeah. It's like our Christmas time where oh, we're really busy. Right. The busiest um, time of the year for us. Maybe you should get on that. Maybe you should fuck off and go do some work and let me do my work. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to talk to him or our boss, but I have a feeling lately, like the boss that we had is on another project now. He was okay. called away to do something else. And so one of my coworkers has been our acting manager for the last several months. And it looks like that's going to be a permanent thing now. And that acting manager, I think he's okay with me for the most part, but lately I'm getting some mixed signals like he doesn't really dig that I'm an atheist kind of uh, stuff, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me being hypersensitive to it. But, but he can't know. do anything about it. No, he can't. Like, well, he can still be a dick. He can be a dick, but he can't like punish you for it. No, no. And if, and I like, I'm a great fucking worker. I get all my work done. I do it really well. I'm good at what I do. Uh, so there's no complaints there. And if that ever, if he ever tries to make an issue or like that, that will be bad yeah. for him. You just need a, you just need a t-shirt that says right across the top of the back of it. Fuck off. I'm working. Yeah. Did I call you over here? No. Then go away. Yeah. Can you, can you send me an email? Yes. Then go away. Go do that. You don't need to be at my fucking desk. Fuck off. That's why I hate going into the office. Yeah. I'm so much more productive when I'm at home because there's not dipshits dropping by wanting to just shoot the shit with me like for no fucking reason i we're not friends i don't want to hang out with you i don't want to i don't care what's going on in your life i really fucking don't like come yeah. here you're paid to work that's what i'm here for that's what i'm doing fuck off yeah i don't care about your niece's brainwashed mission she's going on in ethiopia <laughs> well lately his his thing is to complain about being lonely and about having to drive anywhere because nobody will come and see him. He has to go and visit his children because hmm. I, I I don't think Maybe anybody likes him. By I, think, him. I think his children don't like him either. And well, my recommendation recommendation to him would uh, be his his did his wife pass away or she just really sick? oh no yeah she died okay she's dead oh well, she's dead wife's dead she died of death she she got the death uh huh and it and it fucked her up lots of death in tonight's show yeah. Um, he just needs to find himself a good Russian bride that can't speak English. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He won't be able to really annoy her because she won't know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah. And she'll just be happy to be in America. Dude. And he's been so fucking cranky, like just grumpy. Like a li he acts like Donald Trump. Like he throws <laughs> these little fits, like we'll be in a meeting and he's like, well, I don't know how this works <laughs> because he it's, he's, he's just not good at anything he does. He needs a blowjob. We have, we have this, we have this external speaker and an external mic that hooks into the speaker for when we do our conference calls and meetings and shit. It's so much better than a regular conference call. We do it over Skype, but you've got to hook it into somebody's laptop. And because he runs the meetings, he likes to plug it into his laptop, but then he can't fucking figure out. How to set the fucking sound so that it comes through the speaker instead of his laptop or uses the external microphone instead of his laptop. And he's fucking, you know, disconnecting people from the thing and restarting it all and so, restarting so his, his computer. And it's like, dude, you don't have to do any of that. And he works in the tech industry. Yeah. Well. Well, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, he, he works. It. He works in tech. Yeah. He's he's 
He's a he's supposed to know these things. And he's if he doesn't every guy. week, I mean, I can see the first time doing it, like, oh fuck yeah, got it. yep that okay now I know what I got to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing too is that him and a bunch of my other coworkers are like, well, it's just acting weird today. It's not doing what I want. It's it's like, it's a computer. <laughs> it does what you tell it to do. Except, do you remember when Skype went all fucky on us? Uh, from when I tried to Skype in. Well, that was that was it was fucky on your end. Fucking on both ends. Because I had Skype. It was fine I had, over here. I had Skype two days before with the two skeptical chaps, and uh-huh. it worked fucking flawless. And I hadn't touched any settings. Nothing got changed. Something got changed. Nothing. Maybe my computer updated some bullshit in there. And, I'm like, it, what was, the and it was fine on this end. You had to fix something on your end. We didn't do anything. It just. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I plugged. I tried to plug the. That's what it was. I tried, I tried to <laughs> I tried to plug the webcam in, and it wanted to use the mic in the webcam. That's what it was. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. I remember that one time when you fucked up Skype. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Remember that Well, time? no, no, no. Remember that? Remember well, that? I remember that? That was when we got on Google Hangouts because Skype just wasn't fucking working. Yeah. Remember, you guys would try to call me and I wouldn't see it ringing. Then I tried to call you and you wouldn't see it ringing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Skype issue. But the the the, yeah, the, the other thing, yeah, was my fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But he's so he's just fucking annoying. What did I, I? I went down this weird rabbit trail. I don't know why don't, we were going down it. I don't even we remember. brought up this, the rapture, but I don't know what if that was what cued you because you clicked on that, then you just started talking about damn. I don't have any idea. My my, I've, my mind's a little cloudy. We're, both of our minds are mush. Yeah, but You're let's get, talk about this for a minute, yeah. shall we? I think this week's episode should just be called mushy. Mushy. <laughs> uh, this comes to us from the friendly atheist blog uh, writer Sarah Beth Kaplan. Says the rapture is April 23rd, says man whose 2017 rapture predictions never came true. So why should we believe him? Well, because he knows this time. The last time he was mistaken. Yeah, but was his calculator correct this time? (laughs) Uh, The story says that the rapture is happening on April 23rd, and we know that's true because a Christian numerologist said it on Fox News, and they reported it again. Well, the scary thing is, the last time this guy did this, how many old people Gave their entire fucking life savings to this guy so he could put up those billboards. If it was more than one, it's too many. Oh, it was a lot. If it's more than zero, it's too many. He raised a shitload of money from people so that he could advertise the rapture, where people were literally dumping their savings accounts because they're like, it's coming. I'm going to die anyway, so I don't need this money. Yeah. Now I'm broken and we didn't get raptured. They should leave it to me. That's, yeah. They should leave all of their earthly possessions to me. I'll take care of it in in their absence. That's why, did we talk about it on the show, rap, rapture insurance for your pets? Yes. Yeah. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> if you, religious grounds, rapture is going to come. You want your pets to be safe. I'm a fucking atheist. I ain't getting raptured. I'll fucking take care of them. You just got to pay me ahead of time. $100 a month. Uh, so this, this says, uh, David Mead tells the UK's Daily Express newspaper that on April 23rd, the sun and moon will be in Virgo. As will Jupiter, which represents the Messiah. Wait, wasn't Virgo the name of the bad guy on on uh, Ghostbusters Two? It's the it's the Virgin and the Jesus together again at last. It's like peanut yeah. butter and jelly time. But you know you could throw a hot dog down that thing for a certain <laughs> for a certain branch of evangelical Christianity. Revelation twelve, Revelation chapter twelve, verse one to two. Describes the beginning of what is known as the rapture and the second coming of Christ. 
According to me, the alignment represents, quote, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Marking the rapture, the belief that Christ will bring the faithful into paradise prior to a period of tribulation on earth that precedes the end of time. Where I'm, where in the Bible does it fucking talk about Virgo? I don't know. I don't think it does. I think this is a weird combination of astrology and numerology and bibliology. But wait, whoa, whoa, <laughs> Christology. That's some witchcraft stuff going on. The church don't practice that. It's not really witchcraft. We oh. know it's approved science. It's <laughs> great. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no rapture prediction has ever come true, so you would think that other numerologists would give up. Or at least stop giving specific dates. Yeah. Yet these stories always get traction because there are people out there who believe the day will come when Jesus takes them away. Like Calgon. (laughs) And it's always happening soon, even if we don't know the exact day because the Bible says so. The Bible also says no one knows when it's supposed to happen, but that never stopped people from making yeah. predictions. I mean, it's been happening soon for 2,000 years. It's that whole insider, secret, ancient knowledge yeah. stuff that people think they've figured out and they're special well, because they've done it. And What also happened to the part in the Bible where it says he'll return during their generation? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is in the Bible, and they just mm-hmm. they try to explain that away. Uh, is this like is it as generation as in this rapture generation? <sighs> ah, fuck! I or I love it there. when they say, "Oh, the rapture's it started. This is the start of the rapture. It could last a hundred years." Well, we are in the latter days, according to the LDS Church. Saint what? The the latter day saints, <laughs> as they are known. Uh, at least one person had the good sense to counter his claims. The rarity of the formation has come into question with Jonathan with Jonathan Sarfati suggesting the phenomena has occurred four times in the last millennium, and we are still here. Yeah. In an article entitled, Will the World End on 23 April? He said, quote, as usual with any astrology or Christian adaptations of it, one cherry picks the stars that fit the desired conclusion. There is nothing to suggest that April 23 is a momentous date for biblical prophecy and Christians need to be careful about being drawn into such sensationalist claims. We won't know the day or the hour, so we should be prepared at all times, end quote. You want another reason to doubt Meade's claims? Uh-oh. He said the exact same thing last year. It's still Fox on the News 23rd. Reported, yeah, Fox News reported on it back then, too. We know what his favorite number is. That the biblical prophecy claims the world will end on September 23rd, Christian numerologists claim. A Christian numerologist claims that the world will end next Saturday when a planet will supposedly collide with Earth. And I think this Uh, is that whole fucking, yeah, Planet X, Nubiru. Yeah, the the hidden planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, According to Christian numerologist David Mead, verses in Luke chapter 21, verse 25 to 26 are the sign that recent events, such as the recent solar eclipse and Hurricane Harvey, are signs of the apocalypse. Mead has built his theory on the so-called Planet X, which is also known as Nibiru, which he believes will pass Earth on September 23rd, causing volcanic erup- volcanic yeah. eruptions, tsunamis, and earthquakes, according to British newspaper The Sun. If that sounds I... eerily familiar, wait till you see the person countering his claims in the Express. In an article entitled, Will the World End on 23 September, Jonathan Sarfati wrote that the same planetary coincidence has happened four times in the last millennium and therefore was not as rare as being suggested, he said. 
and we we, we already uh, read that. Like it's the well, same thing he yeah 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 said last time. <laughs> it's it's the exact same thing that he said. And I'm guessing the Fox News reports this because they know that so many people in their audience. Oh yeah are susceptible and gullible enough to believe the shit that this dummy says, right? They're uber jesus So, So Fox has to come out and say, no, it's probably not going to happen. We've got to report it so that our listeners don't go out and start killing people. And we don't want to <laughs> talk about the Trump right doing now. Doing all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and we, yeah, we've got all this time to fill with all the other networks are reporting on the fuckery going on at the White House. We're going to report on this because it's going to help us fill our time. Uh, he literally gave the same statement, just with a different date. <laughs> just as Meade made the same prediction, just with a different date. All It's almost like the Express recycled a fictional story because they knew people would be dumb enough to fall for it again, and then Fox News fell for it. Like I said, I think they, I think it's more that Fox knows they have to report it because they know that their viewers are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, last year, after September 23 came and went, Meade said he made a mistake. And the rapture would happen in October. Whoa, wait. So it went from September, and then it was supposed to happen in October. But then at the end of October, he changed it to November. When it didn't happen in November, uh, everybody had stopped paying attention to this guy until now. See. And so now it's going to happen this month. If if I were going to predict the, the rapture, the end of the world, I'd be like, ooh, I did all the calculations. I got it all figured out. The rapture is going to come March 15th, 2130. 2130? Oh, yeah. That's a ways off. It is a ways off. So we got time to plan. We got a lot of time to plan. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to worry about it right but now. But if that's happening, we might, I mean, fuck global warming, fuck all, you know, just, we'll just start doing whatever we want. Party like it's whoa, 2129. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but you want to preserve this earth until that happens. But it, no, Jesus is fucked. coming to fix it all. I mean, do you want to sleep in an oily sludge? <laughs> I won't have to for very long because Jesus is coming. Oh, yeah, but it's coming in 2130, so it's not even in your lifetime. It's in your grandkids' lifetime. we got to think about your well, great-grandkids' then lifetimes. Then I really don't fucking care about it. That's what, oh. that's what most of the Fox News viewers would say. Like, I really don't fucking care You're about it You're just a then. fucking dick then. I'm a Fox News watcher. Of course I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but that way, you know you're wrong, but you can start your, you can start your parishion around it. Start your church around it, make all your money off of it, and you'd be fucking long dead uh-huh. oh, yeah, before that time comes to prove you're wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. The rapture is coming again. Yeah. You're going to be raptured. Raptured? Yeah. Going to be raptured? It's what a velociraptor does um, when it's, when it's um, angry. A, v- a velociraptor makes the rapture happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking piss him off, cause he'll make he'll he'll make the he'll, rapture happen on you. He'll rape you. That's basically <laughs> what I'm saying. You need don't want to be raped by a velociraptor. No, it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible oh, yeah. thing. Have you seen those claws? Oh, they're big and they got to hold on to you somehow. Clawy. Oh yeah, they just hook those into you. <laughs> they aren't for killing; they're for holding you there. <laughs> Lastly, uh, <laughs> the last story that we'll be covering for this evening before we head into the Patreon portion of the show, where. We'll talk about, we're going to find some clips that will make us laugh and or angry. Let's uh, go with laugh. We're going to, we're going to do some, we're going to, we're going to watch some fucking dumb people on videos and mock them as a cathartic thing to do before I go and get blotto this evening uh, and sit on the couch for a little while. Okay. Then we'll do that in the Patreon portion. 
last story that we wanted to talk about tonight was the pastor who celebrated the Orlando massacre has been found guilty of child molestation. Well, it's part of the course. Shocker. I'm so Uh, shocked. Anti-gay pastor who claimed Orlando massacre victims got what they deserve was found guilty on eight counts of child molestation. Pastor Ken Adkins, this comes to us from Patheos uh, writer Michael Stone. Uh, Pastor Ken Adkins, who had congregations in Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Brunswick, Georgia, was arrested late last summer on eight charges of child molestation and aggravated child molestation. On Monday, a jury found Pastor Adkins guilty on all charges. Adkins, 57, now faces life in prison. He will be sentenced on April 25th. Before his arrest, the controversial Georgia pastor had been a vocal and determined opponent of LGBT rights and even went so far as to celebrate a horrific mass shooting that left 49 dead and scores more wounded at a gay nightclub in Florida. Yeah, he's just taken every opportunity he can to be a dick. To be a giant fucking dick, yeah. And I don't think he's got to worry about his sentencing. Yeah? It starts April 25th. Oh, right, the rapture will have happened by then. He's fine. Immediately after the horrific attack at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida, Pastor Asshole, I'm sorry, Adkins tweeted the following. Been through much, been through so much with these homo, with these, Jesus Christ, been through so much with these Jacksonville homosexuals that I don't see none of them as victims. I see them as getting what they deserve. Uh Uh-huh. In a public forum saying. He, yeah, he tweeted that. He also. I wonder what he says in church. Oh, Probably the way same worse. Stuff. Well, yeah, at least at least the same yeah. stuff. He also tweeted, "Dear gays, go sit down somewhere. I know y'all want some special attention. Y'all are sinners who need Jesus. This was an attack on America, and it is a shame that Jack's gays are trying to use the Orlando massacre as blackmail to force the city to pass the HRO. Shame, shame, shame." Pastor Atkins' Twitter bio claims he is, quote, one of the most respected black conservative voices in America. Mm-hmm. Are there any respected black conservative voices in America? I'm trying to think. I mean, several, several black people come to mind. Several black conservatives come to mind. I can't say that I respect well, any there of them. Re- well, I don't respect him, but the white community sure does respect him. Yes. They like to use them as tokens. Yes. Yeah. See, we're not racist. We believe everything this this here guy's saying. He knows what's up. He knows what time it is. It's kind of like, don't why they, you? Why they push so hard to get Mia Love elected in Utah? Yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm not racist. I, I like Mia Love. Yeah. Yeah. See, we elected a <laughs> black woman. She's she's, in Utah. she's a woman too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely she, not sexist or racist because Mia Love is a black woman. Yeah, and, and you, you, identity you know, politics is stupid. And you you know how I know she's a, a woman? <laughs> I checked, and she don't got a penis. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, but it's, it, it comes from the same people who say identity politics is stupid, and then they point to people like Mia Love, Love. and go, "Look, see." Yeah. We have a black woman in Which our is, party who's doing stuff. Exactly what they fucking did. And it's like, yeah. and she comes from a very small district. If they still would go, look, well, uh, we got Mia Love. Yeah. She's black and she's a she. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, a she. It's a twofer. There's an ass on the front. <laughs> it's a twofer. Come on. We're not racist <laughs> or sexist. Come on. Look at her. We won't let her do anything, but we got her. <laughs> 
so yeah, that guy is a giant fucking asshole. Yeah. And will be spending a lot of time in prison, which is good. Hopefully he oh. will learn some things. He'll he'll learn how hopefully he learns how to be a better fucking person. For sure. And there there was one other good news from this week. What? Well, good news and 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 bad news in a way. What? Paul Ryan's not running for re-election. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he announced that he will not be seeking re-election. He is retiring Yeah, the, to spend time with his children. The bad news is, in his retirement, he automatically gets 100% of his benefits. No, he doesn't. That's he doesn't? Not, that's not accurate, no. I thought he still, got, he still got his pension and his- Well, he'll get a pension, but he doesn't get full pay. I he, thought- he won't, be, he won't be getting full pay. How much did they get, though? I thought they got a, a it's fucking prorated. A chunk. No, it's prorated based on how long they've served. Uh, there's a bunch of different things that go into it, but yeah, if you, see, if you see news out there that says that he's going to be getting his full pay and all that, that's not accurate. That's not how it works. Okay, because I always assume that if you it's serve like, one term, it's like the, you get the basic thing where like I well, you'll 25 get, years to get you'll retirement. Get, you'll get a pension, but it's, it's just like with any other government, not yeah. like any other government yeah. work, but you know, a, a bunch of other civil service jobs. If you are in there for a while, like you can work uh, a year as a civil servant and still get a pension, but it's not going to be very much. It's going to be based on the length of service, how much you made within the last, few, there's this whole big calculation that goes into it. Okay. Well, so he will be getting a pension, but he's not getting he, it's not like he can just stop working and get all the same benefits. That's not how it works. Well, because I know, well, maybe, I don't know if it's the difference between the pay grades, because I, I just got what they called vested. Yeah. So I can now, if I were to have to leave service, I can now collect a retirement. Where I was, my understanding yeah. was, yeah, you're collecting points towards your retirement, but until you're actually vested in the system, you don't get shit. Well, it may be different for you too because they count all of your hours and everything totally different. No, but, they don't count my hours. But most, I get, mo yeah, most civil service jobs, it, it depends on your time in service, yeah. and then they base it on like the an average of your last three years yeah. highest pay and your high. There, three. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that yeah. goes into it. But even then, you're not getting. It's not like you walk away from your job and you get all of the pay that you were getting before. No, no. Even for me, at if after 25 years, I can start. I can collect. And I only get like 38% of my base pay, which my base pay is only like 50% of my actual pay. Yeah. <laughs> so I get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you guys do really get fucked. I mean, yeah, you have do. to retire early. We have to retire early. They don't count our full hours into our retirement. Yeah, we get fucked. <laughs> They've been, we've been fighting in Congress for like the last 13 years to get our actual pay reflected in our retirement. Yeah. But they won't do it. Huh. Well, no es banjo. <laughs> That'll do it for us this evening. Before we go, I just want to say thank you, everybody. Yeah. Be nice to each other, your fellow humans. Go get drunk. Go get stoned. Give someone a hug. Do something nice to somebody around you with consent. Yeah. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Yeah, I should have said consensual hug. Enthusiastic consent. Yes. Pet a, a puppy. Thing. Pet a puppy. Puppies are great. Puppies are always wonderful. Yeah. Cats are evil assholes. Even when they vomit shit on you <laughs> that they ate earlier, they're still adorable. A little, little frightening and you don't want them right there, but they're still adorable puppy. But thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we're going to move into the Patreon portion of the show where we're just going to watch a couple 
clips of dummies saying we're, stuff. We're, yeah, we're going to try to lighten it up, have some fun. And scream and yell at them for a little bit before I go and get Blotto. <laughs> uh, so, until next week, crucify those airstrikes. Leave a review to appease Putin. And rate the show five times a day towards Syria. Yes.
Hopefully, uh, none of our listeners in the audience are frick are are affected. Ah, are affected by fricka fricka fricka. The fuck is? Why well, I, I I hear mer- Mercury is in retrograde. Frigatrisca kind of What is it? A fucked up beliefs. Uh, oh, that that thirteen. I think it's your next one. The one with the there it is. Yeah, frigatrisca frigatrisca kind Bless you, Ryan. Thank you. I feel blessed. (laughs) Your spirit almost got away from you there.